What's up, guys? Welcome to the Twins Take Podcast. We're your hosts, Luke and Jackson Hershey. Twins from Charlotte, North Carolina. Same face, two opinions. Guys, thank you so much for hopping on episode five of this podcast. Jackson, what have you been up to? Are you ready for college football starting this week? Hey, Luke, what's up? Um, not too much. We just get back into the rhythm of cross country and just starting a week up. So my week's been pretty good. How about you? Man, my week's been good. Um, just knowing that college football is officially starting this week. You have two pretty big teams playing, which are USC and Notre Dame. Um, I know we've been talking about for um, probably the last four weeks, college football coming in this month, college football coming in, in two weeks. And um, we're finally at a point where it's tomorrow. And we are so excited to watch it. Um, Jackson, who do you think is going to have a bigger performance in week one, Notre Dame or USC? You know, I think USC is going to blow out San Jose State. But then again, I think that's an easier team than Notre Dame's going to be playing, which is Navy. Navy always gives Notre Dame a game. So that'll be a game to look out for this weekend. But really the thing I'm looking at with for USC is Caleb Williams and seeing how his Heisman run, at least this year, upcoming, how we're all just going to be looking at a week one. Um, how, is he going to be throwing any interceptions? How many yards is he going to be throwing? I think everyone's going to be watching, and he's really the only big game on besides Notre Dame this weekend, and I think all eyes are going to be on him. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays out this weekend. Yeah, I do think um, USC is going to have a really strong opener. Um, like Jackson said, Caleb Williams throwing interceptions. I don't think he's going to. Um, he did lose. He did lose one of his top receivers in Jordan Addison to the Minnesota Vikings this past year, but it's still Caleb Williams, um, an amazing coach in Lincoln Riley. I think they're going to be just fine. I think USC is going to be rolling. Um, Notre Dame has a slight shot of having a loss against Navy, which would be like a ginormous upset, like something nobody's looking for. But I really do think Sam Hartman. Um, who actually transferred from Wake Forest after five seasons, um, is going to be leading that team the best that we've seen him play in a couple years now. So I'm excited to see this Notre Dame team, and it's going to be it's going to be two really good opener games. Um, just to start us off with college football. Yeah, excited to see Sam Hartman on that new team, and really just see Notre Dame have a flip from last year because everyone was like, "Oh, it's Notre Dame; they'll be top five team." And they go out and lose to Ohio State, and then they lose a pretty bad one after that. And so it wasn't exactly the season they were looking for, but I do think they're going to turn it around with Sam Hartman. But I also thought, since we're talking about college football, that I would tell you all the top 25 and just kind of read it off by section. So I'm going to go off by five teams, and I'll start by the down by 25, and I'll read up to 20. So the first five are Iowa at 25, Tulane, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, UNC, and Oklahoma. And for me, when I'm looking at that, I kind of find it interesting because I see Iowa having a bad season last year. Will they turn it around? But then you look at a team like Tulane, and it's like they just knocked off USC in that bowl game. Should they be ranked higher? I don't know. It's I think it's really interesting to just kind of even look at the new updated polls. Yeah, I um really wish South Carolina was in that top 25. They look really strong this year, and they finished off really strong last year. I think they have a lot of potential um, in this upcoming college football season, so I wish they were in there. Um, one team I would I would probably take out of there. And then I, I actually really like 
Ole Miss. Um, I wish Ole Miss is a little higher on the list. Ole Miss is only at 22. I would like them probably around the 15 to 20 mark. So maybe they're a little low for me. But Lane Kiffin has got that team, and they're going to be rolling early in this college football season. Yeah, I'm kind of liking you and see where they are. They haven't really proved anything, but I think they're with Drake May, they should be in the top 25. And then you have an Oklahoma that did not have a good season last year, so will they turn it around? I mean, we'll just have to wait. But after that, we'll go to the next five, and it is Wisconsin, Oregon State, TCU, Kansas State, Oregon. I honestly kind of completely agree with the list. Um, I don't know much about the Kansas State team this year. They did have a really good season last year. It'll be interesting to see if they can hold it up. Um, but I, I like that list. That list is pretty good for me. I just really find it interesting that TCU is at 17 coming off that national championship season. I know they lost Quinnen Johnson and Max Dugan, but, I mean, that's still 17 coming off being two, you know. No, I actually do agree with that. Um, they have the quarterback that started before Max Dugan last year is still at TCU. Will TCU be able to have the same kind of run next year is the big question. And, man, they lost a lot of key guys, so I don't know that they can. Jackson, do you think there's any chance TCU makes the college football playoffs this year? I don't see it happening. I mean, you never know. I like Kansas State a lot. I think they could do it, but I don't know if TCU can redo. It may take a couple years to rebuild what they had. So I think I will keep reading down the list. Next we have Utah, Notre Dame, Tennessee, Texas, Washington. All right, the only team I actually really disagree with is Washington. Um, They're not better than half the teams you've read so far, in my opinion. I do like Michael Penix Jr. a lot. He's a phenomenal quarterback. I just don't see Washington having that good of a season this year. That's just me. Um, But no, I I don't agree with that list. I think Texas or Tennessee should be in the top 10. That's my opinion. I I agree with that. I do agree with that. Tennessee coming off that season and having Joe Milton come into the season. And then you have um, Texas... Quinn and Ewers, and just Texas itself is always bringing out a You team. forgot Arch Manning, bro. Arch Manning could be good. Uh, I don't think he's going to play this season. All right, agree or disagree on that. <laughs> but as we finish off this top 10, we'll go Washington at 10, Clemson at 9, FSU at 8, Penn State at 7, USC at 6, LSU at 5, Alabama at 4, Ohio State at 3, Michigan at two, and reigning national champions, Georgia at one. Um, I do. I, I like the list a lot. I think Clemson, there's a, there's a couple questions there. Like, will they have the year this year? That's a big question. They have Michigan ranked ahead of Ohio State. And John Harbaugh is probably going to be or is going to be suspended for the first four games of the season. Don't really know if that matters all that much. But... I, I don't know that I put Michigan ahead of Ohio State, but no, I agree with Georgia at the top. Alabama's probably pretty good at four. Um, overall, I agree with that list. Do you know what's really funny for me to look at is that Ohio State and Alabama both a week before the first game don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be, and Georgia just decided who their starting quarterback is going to be in Carson Beck. So I think this is kind of funny. I do know that a lot of people are thinking – what the heck, why have they not picked a quarterback 
is there no are there no really good guys down there? And I look at the situation like I did at UNC last year. Um, Drake May was in a quarterback competition, was picked basically a couple days right up till the game, his first game, and everyone's like, there's got to be no competition up at UNC, and then Drake May pulls out and is a top five quarterback in the country. So as much as people are like, why has there not been a quarterback chosen? Is there no one that good? It could just be that they're all three very good talents at both at both schools, and they just don't know which one they want to pick. But I think they're either one at Ohio State or Alabama will both be insanely good this year. Yeah, I agree with that. I kind of want to hop on. I kind of want to hop on to um, a team that we've been talking about a little bit already and a team that's in your top 25, and that is um, Notre Dame, but more specifically the quarterback of the Fighting Irish, which is Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman is from North Carolina. He's from the Lake Norman area, went to Davidson Day, and um, that, that school is known for producing a couple quarterbacks, including Will Greer, who played at West Virginia, and the Carolina Panthers and Dallas Cowboys. Um, Davidson Day isn't a huge high school, but it has produced some guys. So he came out of North Carolina and went to another North Carolina school. He played at Wake Forest, started as a true freshman in 2018, and then ended up being the backup quarterback the next year to Jamie Newman um, in 2019. But after Jamie Newman left Wake Forest, he got to go back and be the starting quarterback. He was the starting quarterback for the next three years. And um, he, guys, he's gonna he's gonna be this is gonna be his sixth year as a quarterback in college football. He chose to transfer to Notre Dame instead of going to the NFL, and so I'm excited to see Sam Hartman this year. He's gonna really pick up that Fighting Irish team, and Notre Dame has been so close with every other position in the last couple of years except the quarterback. And I think Sam Hartman is the key position there to get them to the promised land. I really do think Notre Dame can make the college football playoffs. It's just, can they put it all together? And Sam Hartman is the guy to do that. Yeah, it's almost like Notre Dame is talented at tight end, receiver, defense, running Offensive back. Offensive line. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you just go to quarterback. And they're, I mean, they're always really good, but it's like there's never that guy that's like, oh, he's a Heisman. It's just kind of like he's really good, but is he gonna? Is he a national champion quarterback? I don't know. So will Sam Hartman be the guy? I have no idea, but it will be fun to watch. No, I do agree with that. Notre Dame, Notre Dame's gonna have a strong season. Um, total agree that Sam Hartman's the guy, and I, I, I really do think there's a lot of key um, pieces on that team that can go to the to the NFL. Um, Notre Dame's gonna have a strong year, and I'm excited to watch them. Guys, we will be right back. This is the Twins Take Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Twins Take Podcast. We're actually going to hop in to the next segment, which is the upcoming um, NFL season, but really the top headlines of the week. And we'll start off down in Tampa Bay with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jackson, do you have any uh, ideas on what's happening there? You know, it's really crazy. Right now, Baker Mayfield, which just announced, is the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I probably felt like that was the right move. It would have been interesting to see Kyle Trask go out there. But then again, uh, Baker has been a starter in this league for many years. I He's not my favorite quarterback. He played for the Carolina Panthers, and we dropped him halfway through the season. But he is obviously good enough to be a starter in this league, and it will be interesting if he can turn that Tampa Bay 
Bucks back around in this upcoming season. All right, I disagree, and it's just because um how hard it was to watch the Carolina Panthers last year. I felt like the I felt like his balls were getting blocked down every time. I know he obviously had a good stint with the Rams, but man, the Tem- I I really do think Tampa is going to struggle this year. I I would have actually really liked to see Kyle Trask get to play a few games. He's been kind of behind Tom Brady and some other guys um in his first couple of years, and I would have liked to see him. And so. Uh, it sounds like Baker Mayfield is going to get some playing time, but don't be surprised if you get a little bit of Kyle Trask action. We're going to head down to the next quarterback um, news, which is Sam Howell. He is going to start for the Washington Commanders. A guy that actually really rose at the end of the year, beat the Dallas Cowboys, um, who were on a high, and I'm excited to see him this year. Um, he's going to be He's going to be good. He's going to be good. Those are That's all I got to say about it. I watched him all through preseason. He looked very accurate, didn't look flustered at all. And I think a lot of people are going to be shocked. I think he's going to go into that Jalen Hurts kind of thing where he was picked a little later and no one's really talking about him. Everyone thinks he's going to be kind of mid. And I think he's going to blow some people away. Washington has a tough division, and I know that. But I also know their receiving corp is just stacked. And so, for me, um, I'm excited to watch Sam Howell, and I have no reason to think why Washington can't compete with the Cowboys. And I don't know about the Eagles with that defense and offense, but I think they can definitely compete with the Cowboys, and I am excited to see this Washington team come out this season. Yeah, I don't know about compete. I mean, I think they – I, I guess they can compete, but they won't beat the Cowboys or the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles have had one of the best seasons I've ever seen them have this past year. The Cowboys are always their defense, dude. It, Sam Howell is going to go against Micah Parsons twice this year. I don't, I don't, I I think Sam Howell is a really good quarterback. I don't know how good their offensive line is yet. Can they stop Micah Parsons? Is the question. I don't know that they can. Um, I I don't see them making a run at that Super Bowl quite yet, but I do think Sam Howell is the guy, one thousand percent. Could they be a wild card team? So wild card is really tight just because um, there's a couple teams in the NFC that I think are going to shock the world this year. I think when you have Minnesota um, Vikings and the Detroit Lions in the same conference, one of those teams are going to make the wild card. And maybe the Chicago Bears, you might have three teams fighting for a wild card. And then you got you have two teams in the um, NFC also with the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles so that means Washington fighting for a spot in there as well I don't I don't know man I I, I think they have a shot they do have a shot they'll be at the bottom of the tier um they'll probably be like the seventh seed if they can get in um but it it'll be it will be really tight but I think it's possible I do think it's possible but I don't think it'll happen (laughs) yeah not to mention the New York Giants in there also Danny Dimes yeah, really just tough division. But I think Washington's going to beat some of those teams. And for me, I'm excited. I th- I have a lot of high hopes for Washington this season, unlike a lot of people. But I'm excited to see what they can do this year. All right, we're going to hop in um, to the next part, which is Jonathan Taylor. And a couple weeks ago, we told you that he was going to not play for the Colts. He said he was going to sit. Um, he wouldn't play. And the Colts have officially... Um, given him permission to start to seek trades. They're talking to other teams. He's allowed to seek trades, which is completely different than what they were saying a couple weeks ago. 
um, and they said he wouldn't be allowed to. And then on top of that, he also left the Colts um, facilities for personal matters this week. Colts are going to struggle without him. They don't they don't have a key um, back yet that's secured, but I they do have some backs on the roster that could fill Jonathan Taylor's spot, but none that have proven yet to his ability. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor is a crazy running back. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor. It just seems like there's a lot of stuff going out and going down in Indianapolis, and I'm not sure if they just want all the drama. And I don't know if that's the Colts or Jonathan Taylor or what's going on. But what teams do you think would be in on that Jonathan Taylor trade now that the Jets have taken Dalvin Cook? Man, that's really interesting. Um, one, I I actually do think that maybe the Carolina Panthers would be in on it because of Frank Wright um, having that Colts background. But the reason they wouldn't would be because they have Miles Sanders. They have they have a running back coach that wants tons of running backs on that roster, so it wouldn't surprise me. But I don't think that's going to happen there. You look at their interconference, the Houston Texans kind of need a running back, but I don't know that they would trade Jonathan Taylor inside their own conference. Um, the Jets, the Jets are now secure. They have a back. The Patriots have a running back now in Ezekiel Elliott. I, I don't know that there's a there's a for sure team that would need him. Minnesota would be an interesting team um, for him to go to because they just lost Dalvin Cook, but they have a lot of backups that can play up to Dalvin Cook's pace. So I don't I don't know. I think I think the best answer would probably be the Houston Texans um, or the Carolina Panthers. But I, I honestly don't know with this one. This one could go a lot of places. Yeah, it's honestly just kind of fun to watch. I do think it's possible, though, that they just don't work things out and he could sit out a season. You never know. Backs uh, have done it in the past. You had Von Bell who did it, and sometimes they want money. Sometimes they just want to be in a different location. You just never know. Um, For me, I feel like he'll probably still end up playing in Indianapolis this off this upcoming season and then he'll leave Indy next season which is what I've said in the past I still stand by that I think he'll probably stay in Indy up until next season but that's uh, my opinion on it yeah and I actually would be really sad to watch him sit out a year and that's just because when you have guys um, to the level of Jonathan Taylor playing in this league they can only play for so long backs get beat up and when he's at the high of his game for him just not to be allowed or just not to want to play because he isn't getting the time or the money he wants is sad I think the I think the Colts should work something out because um, for him he's he's only going to be in the NFL for so long so I'd love to get to see him play while he's at um, the top of his game and so for me that's that's more my um, and we're gonna hop into the last news of the week, which is Isaiah Simmons. And he was traded to the New York Giants for a seventh-round pick. And actually, one of the craziest things about this was I remember when he was drafted because we're Carolina Panthers fans. The Panthers had the pick right before the Cardinals when this happened. And we were we were actually supposed to take Isaiah Simmons. And it was between Derek Brown or Isaiah Simmons. And we took Derek Brown. Isaiah Simmons is a really good player. I actually can't believe... Um, the Giants kind of got a steal there for a seventh-round draft pick because he was a first overall pick. Um, I'm sorry, first-round pick. And so it's, it is uh, kind of crazy that they got that steal. I think, I think they're going to get something here. Um, I like Isaiah Simmons. He's a really physical defensive player, and they just got a really big steal in my opinion. 
Yeah, I like Isaiah Simmons a lot. And, you know, I do think they got a steal. He obviously, Arizona's just not been very productive the last two seasons. They've just kind of dwindled down. So, to me, it just looks like they're just trying to rebuild. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how it just plays out this season. I don't think I think Arizona is going to intentionally do bad to try and restock for next season, but that's my opinion on it. What are you thinking, Luke? Yeah, I think Arizona is going to do their best. They're obviously rebuilding. They have a lot of key pieces they need to um, figure out. But I I like Kyler Murray. I, I I'm just worried that he won't be able to be there by the time they figure everything else out. Um, they were really close a couple years ago, and it felt like everything's falling apart. New head coaches. Um, and then just new players. I, I They need to rebuild, and they will. They're going to figure it out. Um, but, yeah, that ro- that roster is falling apart, and the Giants are going to make a run, obviously. Um, I think I think this is the time for Daniel Jones. He just signed a big contract. And if they're going to make a run, they have Saquon Barkley on a one-year deal right now. Um, they're trying to get all these players. They're trying to make one last run. So I think, I think, if, I think the Giants are going to do it. This is their year. And it's going to be it's going to be a good year to watch if you're a New York fan. Yeah, it look, for the first time in a while, both New York teams are looking on the upside. And, you know, it'll be some fun matches down in New York. It, it's it's just kind of weird. I don't know. I'm not used to it. Daniel Jones is going on a high from last season coming in this season, and Aaron Rodgers is bringing in a whole new culture to that New York Jets team. So it's something to look out for. No, I totally agreed. So we're actually going to hop into the next segment, which we're really excited about. Something me and Jackson have been talking about now for a couple months, which is if we could make a movie about any player, any story, who would it be? And that's that's the question I have um, for you, Jackson. So what's your answer for that? You know, I have three. Uh, My first is about Stephen Curry. And I know he just had a documentary come out about him, but I think it would be really cool to see a movie from him going from Charlotte Christian to Davidson and then now possibly the best point guard that ever lived. I also think it would be cool to see a Luke May story. For those of you who don't know, Luke May was a walk-on at UNC Chapel Hill, and he ended up in his sophomore year hitting a game winner in the Elite Eight to send UNC to the Final Four, eventually winning the national championship in 2017, and then becoming a starter after that and a Carolina legend. So I think that would be a really cool story to tell. And if I needed a third one, I think I would pick Tiger Woods only because it would be cool to see a movie about Tiger Woods. I don't know if there's ever been one, but he's probably the best golfer that ever lived, and... I think you need a little bit of every sport. So Tiger Woods for me would probably be a cool movie to see. You know, I actually really like your um, Luke May one. And even though I'm a Duke fan, I, I that shot was unbelievable. I remember sitting on the couch when Carolina hit that game winner. I'm like, this is going to be remembered forever. And it is... Uh, it is going that's that shots in Carolina history and they ended up winning the national championship um, a couple games later thanks to that shot so I I, I 1000% agree with that and it would be it would be any of those would be really good Stephen Curry has a crazy backstory and so like you said go watch the um, Apple TV documentary if you haven't seen it yet but it's really good be really awesome movie one day um so I'm gonna go into a couple of mine 
guys, you got to start off with that Mamba mentality. We're going Kobe Bryant, um, high school prodigy, going to the NBA, um, getting traded by the Charlotte Hornets to the Los Angeles Lakers and just completely killing it. Um, Olympian, I mean, he's he's unbelievable. So I, I think I think they should absolutely make a movie about Kobe Bryant. On my second one, Jackson, what do you think about this? What if they made a movie about Loyola Chicago making a run in the national champion for the national championship all the way to the final four? Um, a team no one's really heard of, Sister Jean, <laughs> just just cheering her team on. Um, I think that would be a cool movie. Yeah, it would be definitely. It'd probably be like one of those really inspirational movies, and I think it would do very well. Oh, I yeah, I think there's no doubt about it. It would be a phenomenal movie. And then you gotta you gotta finish it with the goat of football, which is Tom Brady. Um, I think they should make a movie about how he was a six round pick and made it to the Patriots somehow and somehow wins multiple Super Bowls more than any quarterback has ever done in NFL history. I think that would be um another great movie. So, um uh, any of these would be any of these would be really fun to watch, but that those are just our thoughts. Yeah, I love them all, and you know, anytime there's a new sports movie, I'm definitely down to go sit down and watch it, but it's really cool to see uh, recently some of these newer ones come out about athletes that everyone loves and just get to see their backstory that people didn't know about. Yeah, that, that is so, so true, um, and I completely agree with that. Hey guys, thank you so much for hopping on the Twins Take Podcast. If you have any ideas, questions for Jackson and I to discuss on this podcast, please email the Twins Take Podcast at gmail.com. Please go watch some college football tomorrow. USC, Notre Dame. Um, we love all you guys. God bless you. Peace.